Sunday pour will sack right through February. I was thinking today leading up to the show about how February was just flying by. And then I sat down about an hour before the show, like to write down some notes about maybe something to talk about. And realized I had nothing. So now February feels like it's been forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it has a way of doing that. Uh, it lulls you to sleep a little bit. Short month. But then when you sit and try to take it all in, you're like, no, wait a second. This feels like forever. So, yeah. Leap year this year, too. So, that's tough. So, Thursday, February 29th. That's, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, yeah. It's been, uh, it's always tough, man, this, this time of year. It is. February is not a fun month. It's cold. It's, it's dark. Really tough. Nothing's really going on. Uh, yeah. Um, do you have rules for court storming? I'm just going to get right into the one thing I wrote down. Do I have rules for it? I, like, uh, for like myself or for other people? No, just like in general. I just I, like, feel, I feel like uh, you got to. It's got to be an upset. It's got to be uh, unbelievable. It's all going to do anything until I sit down. It's barking. Um. It's gotta be an upset of some sort. You can't, you know, you, you can't have been expected to win. There's gotta be some sort of meaning to the game. But on the other hand, it's like you're a bunch of college kids. If you win a game, you want to storm the court, like go for it. I don't yeah, know. I, 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 I used to be more of a stickler with it. Now I think I've softened my stance because it's nice. like it's really just college kids uh, just having a moment. Yeah. Not really like 40-year-olds doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at us. We're yeah, realizing now, like, just let the kids have a good time. Yeah, exactly. I used to think, like, all right, it's got to be a top five team you beat. You should be a double-digit underdog. <laughs> now it's like – it is because the reason I ask is it is – it has been kind of – it's kind of jumped the shark a little bit. But I also don't have a problem with it jumping the shark. Like there was three court storms in the last two nights. It's uh, out of seem, control. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that midweek you would think it would be like a weekend thing too. But yeah, I mean, if you're gonna, who are the who are the what are the situations for storming the court? So Creighton beat UConn. That was a 15 over a one. Right. Which, again, I don't have a back in the day. I would have complained, but just because they're like a 15 seed, they're they were only a two and a half point underdog, but all right, that's a moment. And then LSU on Wednesday night. Anytime you beat UConn, you can storm the court. I'll give him that. Okay. Well, <laughs> not going to be many court storm then. It's uh, fair. LSU beat Kentucky Wednesday night. They were six and a half point dogs. Kentucky's ranked seventeenth in the country. Um. Beat him at the buzzer on a layup. That's when we kind of just lose your shit and uh, just kind of go for it. Yeah, buzzer beaters. As emo, it's emotional. Like, you're not really thinking. That's just a uh, big. You know, it's it's you're on the edge of your seat. And it's Kentucky, so a rival team for LSU. Uh, yeah, I can see that. That's, I have no problem with that. That makes sense. Wait, I mean, this the, one here, right here. Are they showing a highlight of a court storm. This is like two no-name teams. 
Bellamar in Central Arkansas. Oh, they definitely can do it. Yeah, I don't know. They why not? Short, but looks like it. Why not? Uh, At that point, if you're Belmar, why not? Any chance yeah, you get, storm the court. They're seven and twenty-one on the season. <laughs> and then the third <laughs> one the court was, seven uh, times. Yeah, the third one was um, Penn State, Illinois. Penn State went on like a nine-zero run to end the game. Hit three free throws with like a couple seconds left. Uh, beat Illinois, who's twelfth in the country. Storm the court. I mean, they're all justified. It, it is a little. It's like it's happening so much now that there's going to be some bad ones. I'll find one to really complain about. The three that happened this week, no issue with. But I'll find one. All right. Because the worst is, I, and there, this has happened before. I can't think of a specific example. Like I've seen, like a you know, it's probably an unranked team beating a ranked team, but the unranked team is like favored by a couple points. That's the worst one. Is when the the, the team is favored at yeah. the court. That can't happen. But was I mean, it's more of like an emotional victory, right? It's something that maybe I don't know. Just you get caught up in the moment. But I, I see where you're coming from. But if you're there, you're, it's like you're there all day. You're hyped up. What if a favorite storms the court though? Oh, you can't be like a big favorite, like a seven point favorite. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's got to be a number. There's probably a number. But again, if it's like, let's say it's Duke UNC and like uh, Duke doesn't really storm. I guess Duke does, but let's say it's, yeah, let's say it's Duke UNC. Um, and like Duke's a big favorite for whatever reason. UNC's having an off year. I don't know. It's a, it's a heated rivalry. I mean, Duke kids don't deserve any kind of fun, but that's besides the point. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember Duke ever storming the court. But then again, Duke as a home dog like never happens. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I can see. I can see that. I don't know. I don't remember specifics, but I can see them storming the court at some point. I'm sure they have. Yeah, maybe. I have to think though. I don't really remember. I don't remember it happening. I can't think of it happening in Duke. Maybe once or twice. Yeah, I need I need to go back in the anals and see if there was any. Uh... I know. Yeah, I'm just going back. Like Duke UNC, did Duke win that game where like Capel hit the three from half court. No, North they ended up, lo- up losing that game. <laughs> yeah. That would have been a scenario. So. Where they may have stormed the court if they won that game. Yeah, and that's that was a down year. Coach K wasn't there. I mean, this goes like this goes way beyond. This is years and years ago. Uh, that was Jerry Stackhouse team and Rasheed Wallace team, and Duke had like Jeff Capel and Cherokee Parks. Not it was not even <laughs> it was not even supposed to be competitive. Not a good team. And yeah, Duke uh, hung with them. But yeah, I, that's an instance where. A Duke team who's just historically a great team. Um, but they would they were probably not favored in that game. Uh no, they were definitely probably UNC was having a big year, I think. Yeah. They were a pretty decent size. Yeah, you're right. UNC was probably a hefty favorite in that game. Yeah. No, it was in Duke. Duke was terrible that year. Yeah, Duke was supposed to be really bad. Yep. Which is why Coach K faked the illness. Yes. <laughs> Classic. Classic Krzyzewski. Oh, I'm going to sit this one out. Couldn't get the recruiting done. Yeah. 
Um, all right. So yeah, those that was just my uh, that's my contribution to the show. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> Storm uh, Stormcore etiquette. Preseason baseball started today. We saw we've seen Juan Soto and pinstripes for the first and maybe only spring. Uh, all right. So they didn't actually play a game though. Uh, no, they they don't have a game today. It was just BP. I think it was just BP. I think the Dodgers I saw played today. That was it. I think the Yankees open up this weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I know the Dodgers did have a game. I didn't know if the Yankees did or did not. Yeah, uh, so there was some lopsided score in LA. Dodgers were killing something. Diego, maybe. I can't get into baseball just yet because the only narrative in baseball is everybody's complaining about the pants. What's wrong with the pants? They're like they're see through. Everybody's complaining about them. They're paper thin. Uh, Blake Snell said that he's not signed yet because he doesn't want to wear these. I forget what the word he used. It was pretty funny, though. So I don't want to wear those uh, uh, whatever kind of pants. Long Johns? <laughs> no, they're worse than Long Johns. They're like, I don't know. They're like, I guess they're like see through. I don't know. So Blake Snell's holding out. He was joking. He was joking. Oh, okay. But it was, that was a joke. Uh, yeah. People, somebody said they're like knockoff jerseys from TJ Masks, uh, TJ Maxx. Um, yeah. Adam Adovino said they look more like a replica this year, but Adam Adovino should be relegated to wearing replicas. I don't know how that guy still has a fucking job. Is he still a Met, Adam Adovino? I hope so for the, for the comedy's sake, but I don't know. Maybe it's just, it doesn't say. No, uh, what's his name's back? Oh, Narcos is back. Yeah, give me trumpet. Oh, yeah, warm up your trumpets, boys. <laughs> uh, I, I googled Adam out of Vino. It says out of Vino working on revamped pickoff move this spring. Working on doing the important stuff. Okay, good. I guess he's playing on a lot of base runners. He's. <laughs> <laughs> Not too many relievers work on their pickoff moves. I guess he's perfected everything else. Yeah. But that's all there is. It's just like the pants thing. I'm like, ah, it's, I, I can't. I'm just not ready for baseball. Like, I, want, I want to be ready for baseball, but I'm just like, I'm not ready for it. Like, we're talking about pants. Nah, it's way too early for baseball. We yeah, but I get, I get an initial. There. I usually get an initial, at some point, I get a little a bit of a boost that it's back, you know? At what point though? It's gotta be March, no? Maybe. I don't know. I like seeing it. I still like seeing it around. I like seeing them out there. Uh you know, I was happy to see the Dodgers on TV today. Yeah. I did have a dream that Snell was on the Yankees. I don't know and what's like, going on with this guy. What's what's the issue with baseball? Why all these guys still don't have contracts? Montgomery, Snell, and uh Bellinger. Is it Bellinger's not signed yet? I don't think he is signed, yeah. There, there might be a fourth guy I'm missing. They're not all Boris guys, are they? Uh, I'm not sure. They might be. I don't know if Snell is. I can see um, Montgomery probably not. I can see Bellinger being a Snell guy. I don't know. Yeah, they, they every season they do this. They have one or two guys. Just overplaying their hand, you think? That's a good question. 
Snell has an offer reportedly from the Yankees. Yeah. So it's like, what are you holding out more money from the fucking Giants? Yeah, maybe it could be. It. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't want to go to the Yankees. Yeah, that could be. And he just hopes and, that he, somebody could match it. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, who am I? Who am I to say? You know, but how, how do you turn down a deal like that if it's there? Well, John John Heyman reported that the Yankees their interest has softened on Snell. Oh, Heyman's an idiot. Yeah, he's he's one of the worst reporters out there. All those guys are terrible. Nah, Heyman's one. Heyman's one of the worst. Um. So yeah, the Yankees have softened on Snell. I don't think it's. I don't think. He's gonna go to the Yankees. Well, I was I had a dream. I was at spring training, and he showed up for a bullpen session. Okay, which is well, weird because like I'm not locked in at all. I haven't been like monitoring. I've been like doing the Twitter refresh or anything. I haven't been following these guys, and I was like, it was so weird. I was like, oh, and I think I thought it was real because I couldn't believe I dreamed it. So I think I consciously want Blake Snow really bad. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't cheering in the dream. I wasn't cheering, but the crowd did cheer when he showed up yeah. for, in the bullpen. Well, spring tra- it, training crowd is much softer yeah. than. I think it was him and Garrett side by side in the pen. Uh, one, two starters. Nice. Yeah. Game yeah. one, game two. We got to get there. <laughs> <laughs> in a perfect world. Yeah. Your game's one and two starters. Yep. In the wild card round. Um, do you watch uh the hot ones? Ever see hot ones? The wing eating show? Yeah, I've never watched like a full episode, but I know the show. You see, the guy's been in the news recently. Oh yeah, he was dating a porn star, and then he yeah. her. Yeah. yeah, apparently he's got a pretty stellar history. Uh, he's got a good roster. A, a short, a short roster, but strong. What's his name? Sean something? Sean Evans, yeah. Sean Evans. Is it famous? Like women people Mm. would know? A-listers? B-listers? No, not A-listers. Just um, uh, like award-winning type. Like Instagram model hot? I guess, yeah. I miss California in there. Laker oh, girl. Pretty good. Laker girl's pretty nice. Yeah. Like, Where did this guy come from? Is he like a failed comedian or something? I have no idea. That's a good question. I have no idea what he, where he came from. Like, a lot of failed comedians become game show hosts or. Mm-hmm. Is it, yeah, he, did, he did kind of come out of nowhere and he's very personal like, in his interviews. But I don't see, like, like yeah, anything like these. These top models is crazy. I don't know. Occupation on Wikipedia says YouTuber, producer. He made it work. Yeah. He made it work. He's at the Super Bowl. Uh and then dumped his girlfriend on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day. He just didn't he probably just didn't have a gift for her. He was probably like, ah, this would be easier just to dump her. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you gonna get the girl that has everything? <laughs> it's too much yeah. of too much of one thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> I've always thought about that. Like, you know, porn stars, they are women. They are real people. Right? But yeah. So they got to have, you know, boyfriends, some of them. Yeah. But like, how are you going to be that guy? Like, well, you, how- can't ask them, you can't ask them how's work when they come home. I mean, <laughs> you know, tell me about your day. You got something on your face there, honey. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it takes a certain kind of fella. Pretty comfortable guy. Comfortable is one thing. Not jealous, another thing. Yeah, maybe a guy in the business. Confident. I don't think those guys date. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think so. I think it's, I think they're the opposite of the woman. I think women might want a relationship. The men, I don't think want anything. I think they they just they're probably I don't know. They they probably don't need to. That's a comfortable woman if you're gonna do to date a male porn star. Well, he's comfortable a couple times a day. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it's uh. It doesn't seem like that profession really mixes with like healthy relationship. Well, that's no. Well, we all saw Boogie Nights. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, there's a lot more wrong with it than there is right with it, as far as that goes. Not that I'm judging, but uh, obviously, a lot of those women have some issues. Um, I mean, there's yeah, they're always in the news, like OD suicide. Yeah, yeah. There's there there for every um Lisa Ann, there's a you know a million, yeah, bad yeah. ones. So yeah, it's just bad. Yeah, it's drugs, it's suicides, it's uh oh that's if there's like underage issues, stuff like that. Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah. there's yeah, there's some problems. Um yeah, I just that's just a good point. I want I want I wonder who comes out of it okay like i guess there's a few that have kind of parlayed it into a career like an like an like a more socially acceptable career you end you gotta end up like behind the camera at some point producer Mm. writer (laughs) (laughs) screenwriter I don't know. You got You got sports, sports podcast. Sports podcaster. Yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like you keep the uniform on, but you got to go to the bench. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Front office can't do it forever. It's hard. It's hard, man. It's hard because just just I think because of the stigma of it, just to get people to take you seriously is probably yeah. one of the bigger challenges out there. Because there is such stereotypes for that kind of job. Just being able to kind of break through that mold and uh, just probably have to climb a long ladder to look for that respect. Yeah. And then you go back to their personal lives. Like, who's dating Adriana Chekic? Is that her name? Chekic? I don't know. I don't like know. she could have her pick of the litter, man. But <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Once the guy finds out what she does for a living, he might uh, be scared off a little bit. No, not for the first couple months. <laughs> Let her ride out for a month. Hun- honeymoon period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. So, I mean, some... Let me see. Who's this? Who's I got to see who he, this guy was dating because I don't. Melissa Stratton was her name. There you go. Incognito mode in effect. Let's see. Sean Evans was dating. And I'm sure she's very nice. She deactivated her Instagram after the breakup, so she's taking it kind of hard. 34 years old. I mean, the oh, breakup. The I... breakup probably made her more famous. It's made probably made her more famous than. Oh like yeah, her you... numbers are skyrocketing right now on, on Pornhub or whatever. Yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah, it's probably it's great PR stunt if anything. Hmm. Yeah, it is weird because they were like at the Super Bowl taking pictures together. He was posting on Instagram, but then like, is yeah, she posting yeah. Instagram? I don't know the whole story, but like, this chick looks like a porn star. Like, there's no denying what she, she does. <laughs> oh yeah, she was wearing a Chiefs jersey. Run, run. Yeah, I want to. I want to see who else this guy's got uh, under his belt. You said he's got a good. Well, I guess you know, I, I guess the Laker girl was also Miss California, so it was just it was just one other. But still, uh, you got you got to you had to carry some. Uh, you got to carry some hardware if you're going to date Sean Evans. I guess so. Jeez. Sean Evans' net worth is $36 million. He makes $9 million a year. Wow. Oh, Miss California is much better than this girl. 200000 an episode. Is that just like in sponsors? I guess, yeah. I mean... Two hundred thousand a episode. Uh, he just bought a seven million dollar mansion in Bel Air. Okay, Jesus Christ. I, my question about a guy like this is: you can't eat wings for your entire career. That cannot be your entire career. It's not going to last forever. He might be able to make enough money though, where he doesn't have to do shit. That's a good point. <laughs> well, not if you're buying seven million dollar houses. I mean, it's true. If alone, you're buying, you gotta you better keep working just for the taxes. Yeah, if you're buying seven million dollar house in fucking Bel Air. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're not retiring uh comfortably like in Wyoming or something just to live out your life. You're yeah. So this guy's got he's got a few bucks to make still. Fucking Bel Air. Does this guy think he has Philip Banks? Come on, dude. Bel Air. But yeah, I mean, I, I guess he's a he's a great interviewer. People people really love his interviewing style. Yeah, I've never how, seen really an episode. Like I've seen just bits and pieces online. I just wonder how much that gets tied into. Like, th- does it all go away? Like, once you stop doing, once you stop doing wings, like what? That's that's a hook. That's like a thing to do on his show. It's not just interview show. It's interview show with eating wings. How does this? How does this even come about? It's a great idea. It's just a great idea. It's probably stone. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah. 
and just adds a little wrinkle. If you hit a lull in the conversation, lull in the questioning, you got the wings to fall back on. Yeah. Guys just, you know, sweating balls, sweating bullets. By the way, if I was on that show, 10 for 10, no, no issue. Is that how many wings you do? 10? I don't know how many it is. You have an issue. No, but I, it's getting done. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to do it, no problem. It's going to be hot, but like it's getting done. 10 for 10 guaranteed. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, it's going to be going down. I'm not going down without a fight. Um, I mean, I'm not going down, period. I'm, I'm just, it's just I'm going in there to finish them. Just Google some of the people that – there's got to be a Hot Ones Wikipedia on here. Just Google some of the people who have done 10 for 10, and that's all you need to see. Yeah, fair. And Google some of the people who haven't done it. And I mean, you got you just have to do it. Uh, damn, this, how many seasons is this? This keeps going on and on and on. He's a big 18, Letterman, 19, big, big 20, Letterman fan. That's he's just. Uh, I mean, he's interviewed everybody, man. Shaq, uh, Ed Sheeran. Salma Hayek, Billy Eilish, Matt Damon, Dua Lipa, Post Malone, Gordon Ramsay, Scarlett Johansson, Timberlake. Harry Kane. Harry, Harry Kane? Who? Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Is that a soccer player? Yeah. There's a list, there's a list on Wikipedia of people who did not, who failed to eat all 10 wings. All right. Who's who's on the list? I know there's who was the big like the the one who made a fool of himself? DJ like, Khaled. Yeah, went down in my went down he did in my like book. Three. He did like three wings. And he had enough. Um. Yeah, I'm not trying to do this to myself. Tony <laughs> Yayo. All right. DJ Khaled, Mike Epps. I would expect better out of Mike Epps. Me too, but he probably he probably bowed out in hysterical fashion. <laughs> Jim Gaffigan. Gaffigan, he probably just kept. He probably just wanted more of the mild wings. Just give me as many mild wings as possible. <laughs> yeah. Rob Caudry. Oh Ricky wow! Gervais. I can see that. Mario Batali. Expect better out of Italian. Mario Batali. Yeah. Uh, this guy, I don't know who this is. Tar. Taraji P. Henson. That's a female. Women, yep. It's, uh, Empire. Uh, Will Yachty. Oh, he, just, he threw a terrible first pitch at Wrigley. Did he? He did it from the mound. He threw it from the mound and then put it in a right-handed batter's ear. Hmm. Another person I don't know. E-40. That's 56 years old. I don't know E-40. Founding member of the rap group The Click, no idea, and the, and the founder of Sick With It Records. <laughs> nope. Sick With It. Uh, Chance the rapper, heard of him? Mm. Eric Andre, mm. that's the dude from. Uh, who's it? He's been in stuff. Afro. Uh, Quavo. Don't know him. No. Heard of him. Don't know him. Pusha T. Heard of him. Couldn't pick him out of a lineup. And this guy will surprise you, I think. Shaq. Shaq didn't finish? I think I saw Shaq. I didn't realize he didn't finish. 
some people can't just can't do hot stuff. I guess those are the only. I mean, if those are the only people who haven't done it in that many seasons, then I would say ninety to ninety-five percent finish it up, finish off the job. Yeah, yeah, you got to do it. You have to. What's the worst that's going to happen? Yeah, it's one. This is next day. You'll be fine. Yeah, not even. Rudd did it with um, cauliflower. Like, I don't know if he's vegetarian or not. Wasn't, I don't know, like, whatever. He just wanted to do vegetarian wings. Yeah. I feel like cauliflower is worse than a wing. I feel like the substance, like, the, just the not substance, like the texture of the cauliflower just like explodes differently in your mouth when you, when you bite into it than a wing. A wing you can kind of keep like on one side. Cauliflower, I feel like, is everywhere. It's like uh, it's, like, it's, it's like going Henry Kissinger on your mouth. It's just car, just carpet yeah. bombing. Yeah, it's uh, you're um, you can't contain it. Not Vietnam. What's the other country? He's that he was bombing for fun on the side there. Kissinger. Yeah, unbeknownst to the American public, <laughs> just it's a great question. Thing. Uh, yeah, because yeah, you was not a great guy. Um, but yeah, that was uh, carpet bombing your mouth with heat. I feel like it's worse. <laughs> Cambodia, that's it. Cambodia, yeah, poor bastards. Yeah, yeah, so he's doing it with cauliflower. So I wonder if he's a vegetarian one. That's why he's always looking the same. Maybe. I think he was. I, I think he said he wasn't a vegetarian, but he was trying to eat healthier. And that's. Even though you would think like you're going on that show, you'd be like, well, this is the one time I won't. This is my cheat day. I'll just have wings. Yeah. I won't have wings tomorrow instead. I'll just <laughs> or a burger tomorrow. I'll just have uh, this is my cheat day and have my uh, have my wings. But. I yeah. wonder how long we have we ever had the vegan conversation, how long you can go vegan for, how long you can go vegetarian for? Uh I would do all right. You think you can go a while? Yeah, I think so. How long? Uh vegan or vegetarian? Uh we'll start with vegetarian. Because vegan is no cheese, right? No dairy. No cheese, no eggs. Oh. Vegan, um, I couldn't go with Vegan, I won't be able to go a day. Weak. You're soft, man. I go vegan for a day. What are you going to eat? I don't even know what I would eat. Fruits and vegetables and nuts and grains. You could eat nuts? Yeah, you don't have nuts? I don't know, because the vegan, it feels like everything's under that umbrella. Oh, that was a question if you could have like an almond? Yeah, you could have it. You could have an almond if you're vegan, yeah. right? Why not? Why couldn't you have an almond? I don't know. Everything because vegan, it's like but it doesn't come from whole... it doesn't come from a living creature. Okay, okay. So you could have nuts. Yeah. Have you ever done? Have you ever done it? Have you ever gone on a stretch? No. Uh, I've had vegan meals. It's got all yeah, beans. Salad. It's got all beans. <laughs> vegan. Uh. Yeah, I could probably go vegetarian. I could probably go. 
I'd probably do a week vegetarian, no problem. I'd probably go longer. Um, oh, like chi- like chicken is just a mainstay in my diet. Just chicken, like salad, just a mainstay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's simple. Um, probably more expensive, right? If you go vegetarian. Probably, yeah. To do it right, I mean, you could, you could be a vegetarian and just eat like Fritos. Yeah, Twizzlers. Well, if put, yeah, if you put it that way, then yeah, I could probably go a week. <laughs> right? Are you gonna be a good vegetarian, or a good vegan, or do you want to just be a vegan in name only? That'd be a pro. Yeah, that'd be my problem. Like I, I, you know, I'm not gonna eat meat, but there's so many other. There's so much crap you could eat that's. Technically, still gonna yeah, like French fries. Keep you yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, potatoes, rice. Yeah, I, I like. I think I could do okay because I like a lot. I like a lot of meals that are already vegetarian. Like I don't, you know, think of them as vegetarian because there's things that you like. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, like scrambled beans, like broccoli rob. Uh, egg, eggplant, like there's plenty of stuff that I already like. Mushrooms. You get, you get tired of it though. Eventually, you're gonna need to sink your teeth into something. Some flesh. <laughs> just an, yeah, just some. Those animal instincts are gonna take over. <laughs> uh, but it, no, I, I think you, I, there's the thing, and also there's so many different pastas you can do with it. Like being a, such a big fan of pasta. I think it's even easier because that that keeps it interesting. You have a you know you have a bow you have a bow tie with vegetables. You have something with chickpeas. You have this with peppers. Like there's so many different variations with the pasta. I think you could find at least some some excitement there. I wonder if a lot of vegetarians eat pasta because pasta is not the best for you, like pasta and bread. But technically, it's vegetarian. So I wonder wh- wh- where they're at there. I'm going to say they do it. I'm going to say they probably have a different mindset where they're not like loading up on the pasta. They might even have like whole wheat pasta or like the chickpea pasta or something like that. But it depends what, it depends what your reasoning is for v- being vegetarian. If it's a morality thing, then what the fuck do you care? You'll eat bread and pasta. Yeah, right. But yeah. if it's an overall health thing, yeah, then you may try and avoid it. But also, if it's an overall health thing, and you're like, "Well, the worst thing to do is have an extra dish of pasta," then like, why the fuck not? Like, okay, well, I'm I'm cutting enough corners already as it is to, for my health. I'm gonna have an extra dish of pasta. I'm not worried if I have one cup of pasta or two cups, whatever the recommended thing is. Mm. Like, okay, like I had uh, I had grapes and uh, I don't know what a ve- I don't know what a vegan breakfast would be. I, I, had, gra- I had grapes and I don't know. Pineapple for breakfast or something. No, like, eggs is tough though. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have the eggs that much recently. Really? I I think seven days a week I have at least an you egg. Have an egg. Yeah, hard boiled during the week, and then I usually just scramble them up on the weekends. Yeah, I guess like stomach issues. So I'm trying to figure out what it is. I'm just like playing around. I, I'm not. I don't want anybody to tell me oh, I'm allergic. A journal. Keep it no. a journal. No, it's all up here. Journal. I'm not Write telling. I'm not telling doctors. I'm just trying yeah. to. I'm just, I'm just like doing experiments, just seeing what I react to, and uh, how I feel and stuff. That's all. Well, how? What kind of stomach issues? Like a heartburn, acid reflex? No. 
<laughs> uh, no, Shit just, in your pants? Yeah, it just it doesn't feel good. Yeah, that's all. Just like it doesn't feel great. And uh, just trying to find out what it is. So like, I have certain rules. Like I'm, it's like I'm not giving a positive. Like, so I don't want to tell a doctor because you're like, oh, if you have this, you can't eat pasta. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, you can tell me I have a gluten allergy. I don't give a shit. I'm eating the pasta. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you don't want to be told you have a gluten allergy. Yeah, so I don't, 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 don't want to hear it from a doctor. I'm going to figure it out myself. And eggs is always one where it's like after I have them, I like I kind of I gotta not make a beeline, but <laughs> oh really? Eggs is the trigger. But yeah, I don't know if it's like if sometimes, not all the time, sometimes. And sometimes it's like yeah. diner eggs, but that's because I always think when I go out because they use so much butter everywhere you go, like and butter like in excess, I think might be part of it. So I don't know. It's all, like I'm just, I, I order different when I go out now, just to kind of see. Yeah, but coffee doesn't make you. Another make- thing, I just don't care if it's coffee. Uh, no, it doesn't. It doesn't have an effect on me. Uh, that that way, I drink coffee all the time. It, that does not. I haven't cut it out yet, though. Either, so I haven't. Uh, coffee, coffee does that to me, but it's that's why I like it. Fair. We gotta take a quick break. We come back and talk more about our bowel movements. <laughs> Yeah, there's just some things that I just I refuse to take, uh, give responsibility to give me any kind of problems. And if, it gives, and if they do give me problems, I'm just going to accept the problems, uh, unless they're unless they're going to be like some sort of lethal situation. Like I'm not dumb, right? I'll keep drinking coffee if coffee's if one more cup of coffee is going to kill me. But I don't I don't foresee that happening. <laughs> uh, He's got to take something for it uh, over the counter. If it's gonna kill me, I'll figure. You know, yeah. Then you got to figure it out. But uh, there's nothing that can't be replaced. Otherwise, like uh, uh, there's only so many things. Like I, I gotta have dish of pasta. I gotta have a cup of coffee. Like there's only so many of those things. Everything else is uh, replaceable, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, coffee and pasta. No, well, not just those two. But there's there's other things on the list. But those are two of the main ones. Um. But yeah, just uh, going through a little, little personal science experiment these days, trying to figure out what's best for uh, this old body here. What's going through you? What's what's going what's, through me? Yeah, what's passing through you? Like I really think a lot of it is like like heavy butter, like that kind of stuff. Um, you're I eating just, heavy butter every day, though. No, no, no. As I'm saying, like go out. I always have like an issue. Oh, I'm like whenever you go out to eat, I get yeah, yeah. So I always think like these places they always have like a heavy butter sauce, even on something that's not supposed to be heavy with butter. It's just a, a thing that restaurants do to add a little flavor. Uh, so I butter wondering. and salt. That's the, the two ingredients at restaurants that they just load up. Butter and salt. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't mind salt. Like I like have like, it, it, there should be like a little salt on stuff. But they, sometimes they load up; it's no good. Um, what if you're lactose intolerant? Late onset. Yeah, my, it's possible, but I don't really drink that much dairy though. I might have yogurt, right? I don't really have issues with yogurt. No issue with yogurt. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. That could be it. Yeah. But again, I'm not drink like I don't. 
I don't think I do enough dairy like in those times where I was like, oh, that was a dairy issue. Like a very, uh, I, I go to the diner. I go to the diner. I'm having an omelet. Um, they put a lot of butter on that toast, though. I, not even the toast. I mean, the, the 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 griddle has a. They put a cake of butter on the griddle. Right, and then if you're getting a waffle, I don't even think, I don't, I don't even think a waffle is that bad compared to what they put on the grill. The 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 waffle itself that comes like it's a, it's a different kind of batter. It's like a cake batter. Yeah. No, but I'm know. saying like you you put butter on the waffle though, no? Yeah, but that's like that you you're controlling that. You're just putting a little a little bit on there. Smidge. A smidge, a smudge, yeah. But yeah. I got a did you ever get these kind of emails at work where you'll set you'll send an email to somebody, a, a professional acquaintance, and yeah. You'll ask them a couple questions or whatever. And will they respond to you? Or will you respond to anybody that asks you questions being like, I'm looking into this now without the actual answer to the question? Just to let them know that you got the email, be like, I'm looking into this. Or or do you are you a normal person and just reply when you have the answers to their questions? Uh, I can't. I can't fucking send emails. That's my point. I can't fucking send emails. So if you do it, lesson to be learned. I can't fucking send the emails that come back to me. Be like, I'm looking into it now. I don't fucking care. What? I don't need an update. I'm not holding your hand through this process. Just fucking tell me when you have the answer. What if they're just giving you a heads up? Hey, I'm looking into it, and then I'm gonna. I'll come see you with the answer. If it's like a day later, I haven't heard from them. I appreciate the update. Like, sorry, I haven't got the answer yet. That's one thing. Like I'm not ignoring you, but like if it's 15 minutes after I send the email, I don't I don't need the update. If it's excessive amount of time, or even if it's going, even if they know it's going to be a longer amount of time, and they want to just let me know, that's understandable. But if you're like, I'm looking into this now. 15 minutes after I send an email, just wait the extra hour or whatever it is to takes to get the answers, and just respond to me then. Maybe they're just showing you like the common courtesy, like, "Hey, I got your email." I'm not fucking holding. No, no, I don't. I don't need it. I don't need it. It's not common courtesy. That's you cool. trying to tell people that you're doing your job. Like, give me the answer, then I'll know you did your job. Okay, so you don't you don't like the email? It's just giving you a heads up, like, "Hey, I'm on it." I'm telling you, if there's a time issue and you want to give me a heads up, that's understandable. Otherwise, just get it done and get back to me when you get it done. Okay. A stickler. It's a, it's a wasted. It's a wasted email. Most are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to weed out. I'm trying to weed them out one type at a time. Yeah. Um. I don't know. And then how long until they get back to you with the actual answer? Usually depends on what the question is. I mean, it's all dependent on the ask. If it's urgent. If it's not. If it's. I'll tell. I straight up say, like in an email to somebody, like this is not urgent. You know, please, you know, take your time. No rush. If it's the case, it's a good way to stall that email. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah, I'm on it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just whatever. If you're gonna stall, just stall. I don't. Just I don't need. I don't need a heads up. Like I don't need a. I don't need. Don't waste your time sending me an email that didn't accomplish anything. Okay. 
I mean, I, I I could see it. I could see your point. But I could also see the other person's point that's like, listen, I'm on it. But I haven't like just so just so you know, just so you know, I'm not ignoring this email. It didn't get past me. It didn't end up in spam. I'm telling you though, if I haven't heard from you like a day later, even with your heads up email, I'm gonna follow up, be like, I haven't heard. What's going on with this? Yeah. I what if what if it's like ten minutes I sent an email, ten minutes later you respond, I'm looking into this, and ten minutes after I have the the answer. Why are we why are we marking this with like a, a midway point? Maybe it's like a nervous tick the other person has. Like no, they I don't, just feel I don't like even, they got to. I don't have room for that either, man. We're better all adults here. Be professional like, look, about I don't it. Want, they just they don't want to disappoint you, maybe. Uh, you know? Too late. That email disappointed me. So too late. You just did. Did did this happen today? Is this like a re- this week? It happens. It happens constantly. It happens all and the time. It, and then sometimes they'll come back with the answer 10 minutes later, sometimes three days later. I'd have to do a little better tracking. No, maybe not three days later. Um, usually, yeah, I'm looking into it. It like marks the start of their doing the work on it. And then, so the answer is usually pretty quick after that. So again. How close in, how close in proximity are these people to your like office or cube? Your working uh, space. It's different. And we have people like in different um, states and we have people like in the same office. So it kind of depends. Oh, okay. So, yeah. But I mean, I, I we've been working this way for years. Like, it's just like, the nature of what, what we were doing. If, you, if you're in another state and you don't need to tell me you're working on it, like, you'll get to it when you get to it. And I'll hear, I'll get your answer when I get to it. You're just filling up. I got a million goddamn emails already. Don't add another. Don't add more clutter. Just yeah, I'm, I I'm, I'm very much just right to business. Like my emails are right to the point. Like no fluff. All facts. Here's what we're doing. Communicate. Get to work. You're like, would you you're get lucky, mad? You would you get morning. mad if? Would you get mad if like somebody followed up with a phone call? Does that even happen? Doesn't even happen anymore. Yeah, it doesn't happen anymore. No, no, no. But I don't mind. Like we have, you know, we have like uh, what do you call it? Instant messenger. I don't mind that. But I don't like is the person who sends an email and then is arrives at your desk like five minutes later. Like you see my email? I'm like no, I'm doing like doing other shit. I'll I'll check your email in the order that I check emails. Oh man, they just hover. Some people will do that. Yeah, just to make sure you got it. Well, then it's a conversation. Like, if you want to have a conversation, you could you could do the pop-in, but then don't bother sending the email. Just do the pop-in. Right. I'm not against it, but don't come and ask me, do you see this email? Then I got to go down. I got to fucking open. I got to stop what I'm doing. I got to open my email. I got to look through. Okay, which one? What time was it? Who was it? You know, this and that. Looking at it. I'm reading it in front of the person. Like, this is what you want me to do? Just read what you want to tell me? Like, Yeah. How many emails do you think on average you get a day? <laughs> oh man, a fucking ton, a fuck ton of emails. Is that a number? I get so many emails. How many do I pay attention to? That's the question. The percentage of emails I pay attention to would be the would, or I'm actively paying attention to is the question. I get a shitload of emails. I'm gonna say today probably had 
I don't know, between 30 to 50 emails. I don't know how many it was. 30 to 50? Yeah. Wow, that's a lot. I'm not sure exact numbers though. Because again, I don't pay, I don't, I'm not necessarily involved directly on in all of them. Um, I don't necessarily need to pay attention to all of them at that time. Uh not all of them are like directed right to me. So And how many of them are a part of the same chain too? Depends on the day. Depends, you know? right? Yeah, it depends on the day. But I mean it, and if there's 30 emails, that's pro it's there's probably two or three big, big chains going on at that time. And then the big chain email fucking blows, man. And there's like 10, 12 people on an email or something. Yeah, like especially new, new, new chain starts and then you'll be writing, you'll be in the middle of an email and someone will respond to the chain and it's like, all right, well, now I can't respond to this one. Again, yeah. I, I got to read that one and see if there's anything I need to respond to in that email. Fucking copy and paste and shit. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. It's even worse when you're not involved actively. Well, it, it sucks either way. I don't know if it's worse. But when you're not involved actively on the email and it's just like back and forth between four or five other people and you're just an, uh, you're just a bystander, helpless as, they, as the emails come in. Nothing you can do about it. At least you don't have to pay attention to those, really. They're just there. Yeah. Quick scan to make sure you're not mentioned by you name gotta, or be asked a question. Yeah, you got. I mean, there's a new feature on our emails. I don't know if you have it, but you can like call somebody out on it, and you get a you get like a notification on your email said your name was mentioned in this email. Oh, it's helpful. Use, use Outlook. Is yeah, Outlook, it's Outlook. Uh, yeah, yeah. They throw the at next to your name, and uh, automatic call out. But you get a notification. You get like a little thing in the corner that says, all right, you're, there's an email here. Has your name directly called out in it? Don't fuck it up. What, what about when you see the red exclamation point? How mad do you get at those? Oh, I, even, I, ignore, I ignore them. I don't, it, I, don't, I don't get mad at all because I don't even pay attention to them. Everything, everybody can has a, has a time where they have something that's urgent. Nothing's fucking urgent. Nobody's dying. I have never... I've sent maybe one or two emails with the red exclamation point, and it was only because the superior told me to send it <laughs> like that. There's nothing I've ever sent where I'm like, I gotta make sure I hit the, hit them with the red, the red exclamation. Uh, point. Yeah, I've I've done it, but it's usually under a time crunch type thing, and I assume people ignore it. It's just something I don't even think of. Yeah, it's not it's, not, it's something I don't think to do. Yeah, as far as I, that's funny you mentioned that because I was doing a back and forth today, and that, and I realized after I was done that the first one was marked urgent, and I, and it was not urgent at all. It was actually like a very easy question to answer, and I just answered it immediately because it was so easy. And I was like, "Oh, respond, bang!" And then uh, the person came back. I was like, "Thank you for the quick responses and that. Have a great night." And I saw the exclamation points. I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm like that was not urgent. For me, like, oh, but glad it worked out for them. Ah, people love, love that shit. Any feature they could use. <laughs> Fucking red exclamation point. I don't know what I, I hate more. Uh, the features in email, the features in Excel, uh, or the features on PowerPoint. They're all like 
people fucking cream themselves for this shit. It's crazy. I use PowerPoint a lot. PowerPoint's probably, PowerPoint's probably my least favorite because it's like it, it's taking very boring data and trying to make it into this exciting thing, and it's just not. Like you, you can you can put lipstick on a pig. That's what Excel is, or it's what a PowerPoint is, and Excel for that matter. But you know, Excel has its purposes for, um, uh, for productivity and stuff like getting stuff done. But <laughs> Excel, but, I know just the bare minimum. I don't embarrass myself, basically. Yeah, I know a little bit. Not, a, I know what I got to know, and it's easy. If you just Google that. You know, there's always there's a thousand answers out there. Yeah. That's I do that all the time. I Google codes. Yeah. Yeah. And PowerPoint though, I just don't see the point. But there's a lot of that that goes around in my office. I just, yeah. I just, I just fucking hate it. Um nope. in my uh ever never ending quest to uh get you back to church, uh yeah. I want you to find God at some point. So I'm gonna keep bringing you these feel good stories. Um a Connecticut pastor was in the news this week. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, I don't think so. Um, a Connecticut pastor uh, was arrested after police said he was selling methamphetamines from his house and at the church. Really? What? Uh, what church is this? What? What religion? <laughs> wow. What? What branch? Um, okay, let's get let's get into it here. Uh, Connecticut State Police arrested Herbert Irving Miller, 63, uh, after police noticed he was operating his vehicle to spend the registration, a uh, rookie mistake, and failed to maintain the insurance requirements, double rookie mistake. Uh, during the investigation, Miller was in possession of crystal meth in both rock and liquefied forms uh, in a hypodermic needle prepared for injection. Uh, there's his charges released on bond. Okay, Miller was the pastor. <laughs> I knew I did know this, but it's still funny when I read it. Miller was the pastor of First United Methodist Church in Shelton um, before <laughs> becoming the pastor of Woodbury United Methodist um, in Woodbury um, in July 23. I get a Google job on this. Let's see. Uh, Woodbury police received a tip that Miller was allegedly dealing drugs from his house right next to the church. Neighbors saw a lot of traffic at the home, and someone saw a meth pipe on the road near the church. Police told WFSB that investigators believe Miller was providing the meth, and in exchange, he wanted to see couples have sex. He wanted to watch... Wait a minute. He's providing them with drugs to watch them have sex. Okay. Yep. We're just getting the exchange, the yeah. currency. Yeah. Let's see this guy. Herb Pastor Herb Miller. That's a real pastor name, Herbert Miller. Yeah, it's Methodist. That's definitely a Methodist name. Yeah. And this guy looks this guy almost looks like a junkie himself. Was it his uh mugshot? He's very pale and yeah. Oh yeah, he's oh ooh. some liver spots there. Uh, yeah, this guy, this guy just looks bizarre. I'd have to see him. I want to see him in his pastor gear. Uh, how can you take guys like this seriously? Like, how can you go to this guy's church? Like, this is the guy I'm going to follow. 
everything he says. Maybe about maybe he's God. a good salesman. Well, apparently, he's a good seller. He gets up there, you know. Well, as long as you want to bang in front of him, he'll sell anything. Just wanted to watch couples have sex. <laughs> what a weirdo! Well, he can't. You know, he can't do it himself. So, is that true? Well, I don't know what the Methodist rules are. I guess it's the same as the Catholic Church. He couldn't. Not the worst thing a person in his position has done. It's true. Yeah, I guess this, this is almost speaking, like a two out of ten. This, <laughs> relatively speaking, uh, Herb Miller really one of the good guys <laughs> of the of the club. Yeah. Keep up the good work, Herb. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do any any touching of himself. Well, he might touch himself, but he didn't yeah. do any touching of others, which is nice. That's mm-hmm. a um, nope. respectful. He didn't make anybody do drugs. Sounds like they were, you know, ready and willing and able. They were adults. He was providing a service to them. I guess they reached out to the new the Shelton uh, pastor. Yeah, who's there now? And he just said Herbert Miller is not a pastor at our local church in Shelton, and provided no further comment. Which means maybe they're ru- pushing this guy under the rug. Like I they, think they, they knew. Yeah, they always, they always know. Always protect their own. Why is this guy? This guy looks like he may have been using, not for nothing. He does look like a meth head, yeah. T- t- you know what I mean? Ten crack commandments. He was breaking number five. <laughs> He's getting high on his own supply, for sure. Not a great mugshot. He got careless. and Looks like he got careless and uh, got caught, for sure. I don't... Why, like... The priests have like this code of honor with each other where they don't fuck around, like they don't they don't rat each other out, they move people around. Like, why couldn't they do something good with that? And I mean like good crimes. I don't mean like saving the world, because obviously they're a fucking church, they should be doing good shit. Yeah. But like why why don't you ever see like a mafia within the priesthood? Like, why aren't they doing like actual crimes and just covering up their crimes as priests? They live, you know, rent free. They on the government tit. Like why? Like what? They can do something better. Herb Miller, if you had any fucking sense, you'd be out there doing solid crimes and making millions instead of selling crack to watch some crackheads fuck. You fucking loser. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All this fucking free time in your hands. What are you doing? What would be what would be a, a serviceable operation that they could run? Now I don't know nowadays. It's always it's like money laundering and uh as well like mafia stuff, yeah, books. You know. I don't think they have the stomach for that. Oh, this guy rather, you know, this guy this guy has the stomach to go right outside of his house, which is right next to the church. It's not like you're not noticeable. Like it's you it's you're right there. You're home. You, you got to get involved. You got to get involved with some bad people if you're gonna. Yeah, but if you're protected, you know I mean? they'd by... rather prey on young kids and they'd rather get involved with junkies, watch them bang and shit. The weak, this yes. Is like low, this is like easy. They're... This is low yeah. hanging fruit. Scumbags, because they're supposed to be helping the 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 ones who can't protect themselves. That's what fucking priests are supposed to be doing, and they're they are manipulating them. Right, they're supposed, to be, they're supposed to be helping junkies get better and recover. They're supposed to be looking out for little kids with no parents or you know. Uh, tough times, whatever, and they're fucking taking advantage. These are the worst. In their mind, the they are. In their mind, they are though. They're helping them. 
Right in their mind, yeah. Oof. That's, that's the way they justify it, I think. Oh, that's a leap and a half. I'm not sure how Herb Miller's helping these crackheads, and I'm not sure how. Yeah, I guess you're providing them a father figure as long as you don't mind the father figure violating you in the, the worst possible way. Um, yeah, that is a, that's a leap of faith there. If you're the priest, you're really talking yourself into doing something horrible. Oh yeah, they definitely justify all these things for sure. There's no doubt in my mind. The worst kind of the worst kind of people. There's yeah, the special, Herb Millers of the world. It's 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 people like that that make you hope that there's a hell. I think we're already here. To be honest with you. Yeah, you didn't see the signs when you pulled in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if Herb. If this isn't in hell, I don't know what I'm looking at right now in this mugshot. Well, Herb's in hell right now. Well, he's released, so who knows? $10,000 bond. I think he'll be all right. I think he'll land on his feet. He'll end up at another pastor. Another, uh, what do you call it? Herb another, would not. Uh, whatever they call it. Herb does look like he would throw some hands in jail, though. He doesn't look like he's going to be a pushover when he gets there. For a 63-year-old? Looks like he's he just crazy look enough. a little more. He, yeah. He does look a very uh, looks very almost confident in that that picture. A little defiant. I, yeah. I, I think he kind of looks like he he knows he was busted. Yeah, there's two types of guilty mugshots. There's the one where you're like, "Oh shit, I'm busted," and then there's this guy where it's like, "Yeah, I did it." You know, this is I I respect this mugshot more than like the piece of shit who's like. You know, it looks like he's about to get like fucking slimed. Deer in headlights look. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This guy's like, yeah, what are you gonna do about it? Fucking watch people bang. I think I think I think he's gotta look a little more like, what am I gonna do about it? Yeah, I don't know what this guy's gonna do about it. Well, this guy almost looks like it's not his first mugshot. Like if I showed you that <laughs> mugshot, you'd be like, it's like his fifth or sixth. Like this guy's done time before. <laughs> it's been around the block. Yeah, one. This is like the thing. Like when, when the first thing. Oh, here we go. Uh, unfortunately for Shelton, um. Oh, they took his name away. Well, if you click on it, it says a message from our pastor, Herb Miller. But if you go. If you click on it, mm-hmm. it's blank. Where the names would be. In Christ's love, Pastor blank. I'm blank. The pastor of First UMC Shelton. I came to this church about a year and a half ago and become very appreciative of the people here and the ministry that they provide. Blah, 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 blah. But if you just type in Herb Miller Pastor. Yeah. It says, I'm Herb Miller, the pastor of First UMC Shelton. Just when you click it, it's, it's gone. Wow. I'm actually surprised that they had somebody that, that was able to do that at the church so quickly. Yeah, there's a, I've seen another picture of this guy. Ah, oh, damn it. look like a creep. I'm so mad that neither of us Why came up that? with... No, I just went... I, there's, a, there's a Reddit thing about him. I don't really use Reddit. But uh, not me neither. 
the first comment is great. It was the past. This pastor puts the meth in Methodist. <laughs> I was so disappointed in both of us. Oh, it's fucking it's February. Yeah, I got February brain. Uh, wow. I feel bad for Herbie Miller. There's a senior pastor in North Carolina. I feel bad for him. He's getting he's getting recognized a little bit this week, I'm sure. Yeah, he's gonna have to go by a nickname now. A Herbie. I'm not sure he did Herbie doesn't he can't be Herbie. Herbie is the pedophile. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. Herber is the is the Heisenberg. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh this guy's got a little Heisenberg tint to him. He does, yeah. He's the one who knocks. When that van's a rocking, he's the one who's a knocking. Yeah. <laughs> Reverend Herbert. Well, Methodist Church Reverend busted for. Didn't this happen this week? Uh, I think it was a week and a week week and a half ago. I think I think it was February 9th or something. I think I saw earlier. Yeah, I wonder who his supplier was. Uh, yeah, where do you go? Gets, yeah, get, you know, it gets messy. It gets messy. Who knows how high this goes? Man, well, that's what it gets into. Man, maybe somebody is. Imagine somebody was covering for him in the church, and because they were involved, and they were getting a kickback from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how you get kickbacks from. Where do they fuck? Do they fuck in the rectory and stuff? Yeah, whatever that room's called. Oh, the confessional? Yeah, not even the confessional, but like where he actually lives, like that back room. Ah, oh, there's rooms all over these churches. Yeah. Rooms on top of rooms. Yeah. Could have been going on in like the church basement, dude, where they do like the breakfast socials. Oh. We're in the table where the bagels go. Uh, <laughs> pot, like their spaghetti potlucks, whatever the fuck. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Or it could have happened on, you know. I always wondered, like, where these. Do you ever see, like, the inside of where these priests live? I don't think so. No. No. I, I picture like... just being, like, old and fucking dingy and. A hard mattress. A couple crosses. Furniture. A cross is galore, dude. Crosses and Bibles everywhere. Can't walk two feet without bumping into a Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the one I grew up going to, I might have seen at some point. I don't remember it, though. Bubble TV at the end of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the bedroom. You something has gone really wrong in your life if you're yeah. sitting in a priest bed. <laughs> All right, we got or you, ten. Or you just scored oh. some smack, <laughs> <laughs> and you're about to bang your girlfriend on the priest yeah. bed. Did you? Uh, we had ten minutes left, so want to get your thoughts on uh, the finale of True Detective. Yeah, I didn't mind it. It's getting dragged online. People hated it, but um, it's getting both, man. It's getting praised and trash. It's crazy. Oh, really? I saw mostly negative. Um, I saw. I'm. I see both. It's. It's. 
50-50, I would say. Well, what was what was people's I mean, I wouldn't I don't know if I would praise it either, but like what was people's biggest beef is that questions weren't fully answered. Like that's every true yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I don't even really understand the the problems with it. It did like the cases didn't make sense. Uh you know, they didn't like the pacing, they didn't like this, like the um They're the resolution. If Navarro's dead or not. Why is there what are the oranges for? What are the swirls for? Why they dip so much in the first season? Like all stuff that I kind of liked. And I'm like, I didn't want I didn't care if it made sense or not. Like I'm not sitting here questioning whether like I I didn't people were like complaining about the how tidy the story was at the end, like showing it at the end, the Indian ladies doing their thing. Right, yeah. Um, I thought that was badass. Um, yeah. Uh, what else people complain about? I don't know. It was just the, yeah. Was just the ambiguity at the end with Navarro, if she's dead or not. Yeah, I I don't I didn't care one way or the other. Like I thought it was that's exactly how like, to me that's how it should have ended. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't it should not have been neat and tidy. It should, we don't. I don't need to know what happens to Navarro. That's up to me. Um, Probably dead. If I had to guess, I'd say dead. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I have a guess one or the other. I didn't. Even, I didn't think about that until you mentioned it. So you just said it. I didn't think she was dead until now. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, I didn't yeah, really. I, I don't. I don't know where she is either. I just think she. I don't know. Well, I guess in my mind, she's a ghost. But whether that means she's a live ghost or a dead ghost, I guess that's to, to be determined by the viewer. You, the viewer. Yeah. I didn't have any. I had no. I had no problem with it though. None. I liked that season. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I it was fine. I, I liked that it was. It was entertaining. I liked that it was short, six episodes. You know, I I think sometimes seasons can go on a little bit too long and just yep. go on and on and on. So I liked the fact that it was a nice tight six episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Jodie Foster was really good. I thought the chick that played Navarro was very good. Here, here's the thing, Jody. I like Jodie Foster, and I don't think I think she was just kind of like she was really good in it. But I don't think she was yeah. a star. I don't think she was a star at all, which is which says a lot about the rest of the cast. I think she was. I don't think she was bad by any stretch of the imagination, but she was almost just like too on point like too good where and everybody else shined around her she was like the point guard that just let navarro shine and let pete do his thing and let uh pete's dad be that guy hank yeah poor old hank um yeah i mean poor poor, yeah yeah she just as a what's his name weiss she just asked him to start to bring his girl along, give him some meth. Watch what happens. Otis, Otis Weiss, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the discourse behind it is bizarre. Uh, it's so weird to me. They got renewed for fifth season. They're giving it to the same showrunner. So, And the the dumbest part about it all is uh, Nick Pizzolato, like he's dragging it himself. He didn't like it? Oh, no, he's killing it. He's the executive producer on it. He's killing it. It's so fucking weird. Wow. From seat from episode one, he was killing it. Oh, really? 
<laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, he's a producer. Like, come on. He seems like he a seems like a, he seems like a real piece of shit. If I'm being honest with you. <laughs> this is the first one where he wasn't in on it. Did he write the third season? I think he was in on the. Uh, he may have only done one and two, but I thought he may have been in on three. I thought he wrote the third season. Maybe he did. I don't. Know, I don't know who would have done it then. I mean, anytime you have any sort of mystery show like that, thriller, who done it? There's going to be some holes in there. There's going to be some stuff that doesn't make sense. Right, but I don't. To me, that the true. I think the season one let you know True Detective wasn't really about the mystery. It wasn't really about. I mean, it's it's a big part of it. It was more character driven than plot driven. Always, I always feel that way about True Detective. Yeah. It's more about the characters than it is the plot. Um, yeah, uh, Pizzolatto was a showrunner for and writer for most of the episodes, but uh, he co-wrote the fourth and sixth episodes with uh, David Milch, who is um, Deadwood. So for oh, one episode, okay. and Graham Gordy, who I don't know who that is, but. So yeah, Pizzolatto wrote uh, most of the third season, which was really good. And the tongue was the, the tongue was supernatural. We agree on that, or no? That's my take too. Yeah, I think that's that's what it, it, I think it's up for d- debate and up for your interpretation. But I, that was my take too. I'm like, oh yeah, they're doing something with that. Like, okay, there are there is something out there in this world doesn't make doesn't make sense. There's no answer for it. Maybe it was something supernatural. Yeah. yeah, some some sort of higher power at right. stake here that's unexplainable. Right. Yeah. I mean, they alluded to it. They leaned on it a little bit. There was no like, you know, big monster or anything like that. Um, no, no. Again, but but again, it was, that was just totally up to like, do you believe or not? You know, and if if people want to know where the tongue came from, it's like, what? Why? Why? That's not. How does that make the what? Would, to make the rest of the six hours you watch it worthwhile. Knowing what happened with the tongue, would that make you be like, oh, great, I'm glad I didn't waste my time. I know what that happened to the tongue. I think kind of the fun of a show like that is like talking like this this conversation, like supernatural, yeah. right? Like, or no, it was Hank left it. I don't know. I don't think it was Hank, but like, you know. No, I think it, I think it's pretty heavily implied that it was supernatural. Yeah. Like to me, for the people who wanted an answer, I feel like they kind of got it. It was just a little, you got to read in between the lines. And maybe they didn't like the answer. They didn't like the answer they got. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're asking the wrong questions. That also could be it. Um, Did you have a problem with uh, Time is a Flat Circle making its reappearance? It was a little on the nose. It was a little on the nose. I thought, um, it, was, I thought it was funny. It I was laughed. it was funny. I yeah, laughed. I laughed. I didn't mind it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, on I, the I, nose. I can understand people having a, an issue with that. <laughs> it's not. It's uh, it's not a sacred line though. It's not like it was. Uh, 
I think I thought it was like an homage type thing. It was, yeah, it was. Yeah. It, was it was. It was like almost like a Tarantino type, yeah. of like on the nose callback. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. People are people complain about everything these days. So I would, if I didn't like it, I would have stopped watching after the first episode. You wouldn't have heard me say anything else about it. I would not have wasted my time the next five hours. But you know, some people like hate watching shit. I, I guess. All right. Well, hopefully people hate to watch, hate listen to this show because we got to yeah. run. We'll Thanks everybody it. for spending the time, whether you liked it or hated us. We'll be back here next week. And I got to talk to you. We don't have time. I got to talk to you about schedules coming up. Um, okay. Until next time, everybody. Thanks for taking time. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll, we'll check in on you next week. Until then, peace.